0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Because there's, because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are, are the, the biggest, biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new town It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart and Nick Fitzy-Stevens.
2: It is Friday, May 19th, 2023. We are breaking Boston and you are excited, you're nervous, you're anxious, you're frustrated, and you can't wait for game two between the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics tonight, 8.30 p.m. from the TD Garden. And we are going to get you as prepared as possible for the second game in the third eastern conference finals of the last four years between these two rivals good day good morning how are you your old pals nick fitze stevens and andy jumbo hart here and andy though i tried many times to take solace and comfort in the idea that yes as many have pointed out time is indeed a flat circle what has happened before will happen again and the celtics basically did exactly what they did in game one of the 2022 eastern conference finals losing the first game to the Miami Heat, having an awful third quarter. Last year, they lost the third quarter by 25 points. So this year, you could say they improved because they only lost the third quarter by 20 points, though giving up 46 points, which is actually a pretty decent score total in a lot of college basketball games, or a good half for other teams if the Celtics were playing defense, doesn't bring me any comfort. I'm not heartened in any way by anything aside from Maybe, just maybe it'll be difficult for the Miami Heat to shoot 52% from three point again. But otherwise, I I don't I don't know what it is that I'm supposed to remind myself, look at, or believe in, aside from the fact that, yeah, whenever their backs are against the wall, they seem to turn things around again. But is this the series now? And is this the spot where, as we've said time and again, you keep playing with fire, you're gonna get burned. Is is this when the Celtics finally get burned?
1: I don't think it is. Uh, I am heartened, Andy heartened here on Breaking Boston on a Friday morning. I know you love we can those. We can listen, mark.
2: maybe eventually there'll be a sponsor. You never know, somebody may say, guys, the podcast is only 15 minutes, but seg-, what, you know, seg it out, come up with some, break it up so we can put it into more podcasts for people's feeds.
1: So I I am actually, you, know, the, you just need to go with their predictability to me. Like I've used that word before predictability, like they're gonna, I think it plays into their home struggles being a 500 team at home where they're like, Oh, we're at home. It's an easier game. Like they let their foot off the gas immediately. Then three seasons started. in a row,
2: 11 and 11 at home, Andy, they are. Wait, a so don't 500- blame the coach.
1: Cause you can't blame Missoula Ime, and Brad Stevens for the same problem. Nope. They're all gone. Right. They're, they're here or gone. So, it's the players. It's the mentality. That's where I go to Tatum. But the two things I would say, the predictability, they put <clears throat> pressure on themselves. They push their back closer to the wall. I don't know if it's against the wall, but you certainly don't really want to go down 0-2 in the Eastern I think Conference. they
2: can feel it. They can they feel it. it is.
1: Yep. It's like that Super Bowl I was at in Jacksonville when I was in Auxiliary Press, and Auxiliary Press was in the stands, and I could touch the back wall of the stadium, and I said, these are great seats. We're <laughs> glad I didn't pay for these. Um, <laughs> but, but then the other thing is, They're the more talented team. I mean, anyone who watched the TNT pregame show before game one and the just all-out gushing of Charles Barkley and Kenny Smith and Shaq pushed back. I give Shaq credit. He was right. He pushed back. He took the heat. But Kenny Smith's belief that other than Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler – no one mm-hmm. on the heat could play for the celtics you would sit on the pine and not get off the pine that's how much there's a talent discrepancy between these two teams now we know there's a massive coaching discrepancy as well that was magnified the more you sort of digested what went on in game one and then what joe missoula said after game one about they were prepared and they didn't stick to my game plan and they let go of the rope and just how defensive he got and basically put it all on the players and not on himself but okay i'll say Put it all on the players again, because your players are better. And I know Mm -hmm. for a fact he's going to be preaching threes. It will stun me if they don't shoot at least 43s in this game after 29, I believe, was the number in game one. And they shot 34.5%, yeah. I don't care about the percentage. They are going to hoist up a significant more – a greater number of three-pointers in this game because the story of game one was, oh, in the paint, we're going to the basket, sort of like the Sixers game one. No Embiid, they went to the basket. They are going to play Missoula-style basketball. Now they'll have to hit them to win. I think they probably will. Um, but the reality is, as much as we live game to game, if you do take a half a step back, this is the way this team plays. They're infuriating. They're also talented. This is what they do. And now, like now if they don't, Well, we can probably start having bigger conversations as in, well, should Joe Missoula still be the coach of this team? Because I do think he's so far over his head, it isn't funny. It is like he is just ill-equipped, ill-prepared. I mean, doing the Rich Keefe show last night with him, we brought up the name for a comparison, and this is never good.
2: Matt Patricia. (laughs) Oh, my God. Don't do that. People just People might be driving. People could have hot beverages in their hand. They could be attending to small children. My Lord, how could you? Oh, he's in so far over his head, leagues over his head. They would gladly admit to it. I don't know how and or why there haven't been interventions. Maybe there have been behind the scenes. Oh, I think for there have. brass and executives. We know for a fact that it's almost been a borderline mutiny and that the team was coaching itself. But the thing about their consistency, the one thing about this team, consistency-wise, is that they are maddeningly inconsistent. How Joe, we knew Joe Mazula would be defensive after game one because they wanted to know why their efforts sagged in the third period. And he took to the mantle of, well, we did win three quarters. We just lost. Yeah, but the one that you lost was massive. Loser. You lost by, that's a loser's I mentality. I can't believe a head a coach
1: of a professional team said we won three quarters. I mean, the old joke is, well, we did hit seven foul balls. Like, what? no, 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 no. It's very, and his whole... Well, he, there's two stories to this game. No, there's one story. The Boston Celtics at home in Game One lost. Their superstar didn't shoot the ball in the fourth quarter. When he touched the ball, he looked like it was the first time touching a ball in his life. He
2: free two turnovers, two effort. massive turnovers. Jalen Brown and Jason, Jason Tatum both he have traveled
1: turn- twice and he threw the right. ball away three in times the, in the
2: fourth quarter. That's not clutch. And here I was, I'm the one looking like an idiot, look worthy of quote tweets and with egg on my face after I positioned last week on the pod that Jason Tatum had had his breakthrough and that he would have, (laughs) well, I I told you, I'll always be the one who gladly inhabits unpopular take Island by myself. If I have to shame on me for believing in him, or maybe just maybe he and his giant billboard in times square that went up yesterday. And boy, don't go bother reading the replies of the quote tweets on that one from at the NBA central not a great look but again that's not where these guys should be trafficking what these guys should be trafficking in is finding a way to communicate better make sure they hold each other accountable don't worry about what the coach says don't even worry about what the other team says worry about how you stay consistent on the court we should have been worried when we heard that al horford had to stop practice on tuesday because there was a lackluster effort from the celtics and that they didn't seem together he wanted it tighter maybe not tight like tatum said he was playing in the Eastern Conference semis against the 76ers, but tighten things up and take this seriously because some stone-cold basketball killers are coming for you. And then they talk, Jalen Brown says, we didn't have good playoff energy in game one. What the F do you need to realize it's a playoff game and there is a team that is all about grit, balls, hustle, and determination, real winner's energy coming for you to reply with your own energy." I don't get this about them. I want to point this out too, by the way, real quick, Andy. Um, You had made mention off air, and I think we can kind of run with this a little bit. Uh, maybe we'll start it here, continue it later tonight when we do the Rich Keefe show from 6 to 8.30 on WEI and try to follow this through the series. You had pointed out that it's starting to seem like Miami is much more like the Patriots than people realize because it's all about heat culture and the Patriot way. Uh, now, if Jimmy Butler is their leader, they're Tom Brady, if you will, we'll just, that's a, a loose comp, but just sort of go with me here. I noticed this yesterday on SportsCenter's Instagram. This is unbelievable. Uh, from at Ben Steinar, S-T-I-N-A-R, this is on SportsCenter's Instagram. Caleb Martin, undrafted. Max Struess, undrafted. Gabe Vincent, undrafted. Duncan Robinson, undrafted. Bam Adebayo, mid-round, first-round pick. Tyler Hero, who's out for the series with a broken wrist, mid-round, first-round pick. Eric Spolstra, videotape guy hired within the organization. Basically, Pat Riley has, in the most Belichickian of ways, assembled a group of people that want to work harder, work longer, be faster, and be better than you. And that's exactly everything that we have heard and know the Patriot Way to have been about. Yeah, I think the Celtics play the Tatum way
1: and that's a bad thing for them. I think they represent their superstar. They're super talented and they can be great, but they're not always great. And I've said this all year long. He, he lacks the the internal fire, the dog, the the despising, losing, that, that whole thing. I don't think Jason Tatum has. And I think that the team follows suit. And most importantly, when he is not being the alpha dog, For whatever reason, if it's not going well, when he is not the alpha dog, it creates this vacuum of leadership, ball control. And then Jalen Brown is like, well, is it my time to step up? And Marcus Smart's like, well, it must be my time to shoot a couple threes here. Like, no, 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 Marcus, (laughs) don't Exactly. And and then you have Jimmy Butler saying, I thought Marcus Smart played really well. They should probably let him shoot more and give him the ball more like pushing the buttons from outside from the other locker room. And I think it all starts and finish. And people don't want to hear this. It all starts and finishes with Jason Tatum. He sets the tone and, you know, the TNT broadcast when they were so uh, fixated on the Butler touches versus no touches for Tatum late in the game, it's, it it has to be that way for Miami. It's obvious. No one else is going to get in the way. Their second best player, Bam Adebayo is a big, so it's not like he's going to be the guy that's like, nope, I want ISO. I'm going off the dribble here. Like that's not what he, so it's always going to go through Butler from a Celtics perspective they have two all NBA stars who are take the ball off the dribble, ISO ball handlers. Then you add in Marcus smart, who's actually the point guard. So yep. you have three guys right there that are like, is it, am I taking the ball? Are you taking the ball? How are we doing that? That uncertainty. And I think that is only magnified when for whatever reason, Jason Tatum, isn't humbly proving to us that he's one of the best basketball players on the planet. And that fourth quarter was one of those periods. and, you know, I had almost forgotten your idiocy about um, the breakthrough. Hold
2: on. It's not idiocy, idiocy yet. This
1: series isn't over. Right don't now, it doesn't look good. Is, don't give me the breakthrough when you go from 51 to sucking balls. I don't know He's, if I can he, say he, that. Hold on.
2: Now, see, he didn't suck. He did suck. Oh, you're going to point likes. to the point? Well, he had like 30 points. <laughs> no, he was good in the first <laughs> half, mind. and then he disappeared. Where he counted. For That's losers. not a full suck. Stats that is not a full suck.
1: Stats are for losers. I'm sorry. He didn't shoot the ball in the fourth quarter when he touched it
2: three times. Yeah. The JV in the coach would cut him. The JV now, coach would have cut him. Yes, yeah, JV coach would not have cut him. What are you gonna I do would. with that contract?
1: You would travel, travel. Oh, just throw the ball away to the other team. We're trying to play winning basketball. He is supposed to be one of the best players on the planet. Just ask him. I, mm-hmm. I, I get infuriated by it because I get a little bit. You're Not the only one, Matt. My Matt Patricia comp here would be. Joe Missoula put in a. He is a basketball coach who. So there's a little difference there. He wasn't like putting in a really weird job, but he's never done this before. He's young. Like this isn't his fault. Jason Tatum, there's no excuses for Jason Tatum to not touch the ball, to travel twice, to throw the ball away. I'm sorry. There's you've been preparing for this for years. You've been to the finals, the Eastern Conference Finals. You've been All NBA. You are everything. This is the time on the pedestal for you to prove just how great you are humbly. And in Game One. I'm sorry. He fell on his face when it mattered most. He mm-hmm. fell apart. So you can point to numbers and stats and okay, maybe three quarters. He was fine. That's a loser mentality. That's a coach and a player with a loser's mentality. He has to control the series. He has to control game two. It starts and ends with Jason
2: Tatum. It's th- it's really that simple. There's no denying that he did not come through in the clutch and that he stunk out loud in the fourth quarter. It was an inexcusably bad performance, but the thing is, basketball games are individual. This is an individual game versus an entire series. There's plenty of time to not only redeem himself for a Bungie? garbage performance in game one, but also rewrite the narrative. You can actually go back in and do a rewrite, make people forget about game one, and have this be a triumphant turnaround for him if he continues to, if he sure. actually finds the clutch and plays better the rest of the series. But it's, we make him forget about games tonight. We we make
1: him forget about games four, five, and six of the last series. He
2: Doesn't was good matter. for a
1: game and a quarter. Otherwise, well, okay, four if, great the Celtics, is if the
2: Celtics win this series and win the NBA title, will people that go to any of those games who, who attend the duck boat, who wear the T-shirts, will any of them say, you know, I really feel weird wearing this shirt because while well, they were the best team in basketball and they proved it out by defeating all the other teams, you know, Jason Tatum's inconsistency does make me feel oh. like this is a fraudulent shirt. Because he's going to have to get consistent. <clears throat> That's what I just said. They're not going to beat the Heat
1: and then the Nuggets because the Nuggets are up 2 So it's probably going to be the Nuggets. Yeah. Um, they're See? not going to beat the Heat and the Nuggets if he doesn't get consistent. Right. If he flips a switch, but people like you anointed him having flipped it because he scored 50 points in game seven.
2: No, it was, but it was sorry. just as much about the comeback in the fourth quarter of Game Six, like the the. Oh, so the five game, the... quarters
1: matter more than four games of crappiness. No, five it was actually quarters, more than four games of five
2: crappiness. May, but you could have a break. Crappiness. You never know where it was. Did Peyton Manning even play that great? We talked about breakthroughs last week. He didn't even play that great in the Super Bowl that he won, but it was good enough to get him there and defeat that opponent. Maybe Jason Tatum has a bad fourth quarter in Game One, but then is able to turn around tonight in the rest of the series. You is, have to is believe Peyton
1: Manning, one of the great winners, because I don't. I've never heard people call peyton manning one of the great winners and compare people you know he's
2: the next peyton manning that's not a good thing so if you call jason tatum the peyton manning of basketball that's, that's a not thing. a good thing no because peyton only got two and he got one
1: because it was a crap it was a, a path well paved for him let's just say
2: by, and one was carried by the defense as well so. right that would be my point right so we're so you desperate be a championship great player. we're willing he, you know, know who
1: he could be he could also who, be aaron Rodgers, a like ridiculously talented player who maybe uh, only now, gets, that's gets a one. more
2: apt comp and aaron Rodgers will tell you humbly he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time aaron Rodgers did does a ton of commercial see I, that's the thing i don't want i don't want giant billboards of you mass marketing bacon on subs spicy chips a zillion videos as adorable as deuce may be like I'm so oversaturated in people telling me that Jason Tatum is great. I need to see it before someone before someone else tells me it. What about
1: the latest from your friend? I don't know. You seem to like him, Colin Cowherd.
2: I do. The- I have zero interest in Colin Cowherd. I'm fascinated with his giant desk, but that's about it. He's he's a good inspiration for. Uh, hot take blogs and, you know, listen, you, you, you love devouring clicks. You're a click monster. You're I an absolute click hog. So. Um,
1: so his comparison this week, and I think uh-huh. there's something to it. Two guys that can still change the narrative is Jason Tatum and Josh Allen.
2: Oh yeah. Josh Allen, hundred percent. MVP talents who
1: don't really get the job done when the season's on the line. Like, I I'm think it's a little sure unfair Josh, to Josh Allen, Allen got the
2: job done last year versus Kansas. It's not his fault that. Kansas city decide that my uh, Buffalo rather decided to go into a zone defense with 13 seconds. I'll, he had, he put on the performance. Are you trying to show me an empty ring finger? Yeah, that's not great. But I think more people listen to this than watch it. So you may have to just say, what am I, you yeah, might have to close. I might be onto it's something tight. with that one, as much as you sure might be play, playing to the back row of the YouTube audience or anyone who may be watching this, you may just want to point out, it is an audio medium after all. I I see I even give Josh Allen more credit because Josh Allen delivered when he needed. It's not his fault. If That's more than the equivalent of scoring 51. Uh, that was like scoring 60. The
1: old it's not his fault argument. Maybe the comparison is apt. It's never Tatum's fault. It's always oh, somebody it else's fault. definitely Tatum's fault on Friday. Excuse me. So we it agree. It's Wednesday. all on Tatum. It's not on Joe Missoula. It's not on Jalen Brown.
2: It's but not if on Jay- Marcus Martin. Jalen Brown is going to get Tatum. paid 95% of what Jason Tatum is going to get paid then some of the blame has to come at his at, no. at his feet as well. No, why? because I, you know what I think? I think if if Jason Tatum were You're gonna gone. You're going to tell me, so I'll find out what?
1: Jalen Brown would just take over and you'd say, that Jalen Brown's a dog. He's not as talented. He's not as talented. He's not as skilled. He's not as good. But he's going to fight. He's a dog. I think he has the dog in him. I don't think Jason Tatum does. I, I, I don't. Now, he has to prove it. I think this is his time. Sooner or later, he's going to get labeled as something. And it's probably going to be sooner rather than later. Because you've you're already pre-labeled him,
2: he's he has arrived. He has earned the label of choker, fraud, disappointment. You've already stamped him in perpetuity.
1: No, not in perpetuity. For now, you can change it. Yeah. You know, oh, th- this is a free world, baby. Opportunity so they, abounds. The
2: ink we're using for these stamps is erasable.
1: Oh yeah, it's not like t- even tattoos can be lasered off. That's a whole process, though. Yeah, but if if you really go through the process and it's worth it, and I think it would be worth it for him to not be a choking dog, but rather be a
2: champion, It's CH choking dog, bad. CH champion, good. Uh, uh, Andy, to your uh, interest as well, I know how excited you were to see that ESPN Analytics gave mm. the Miami Heat a 3% chance of winning the Eastern Conference Finals against the Celtics. They have updated their numbers. 4%. <laughs> The Miami Heat now have a 13% chance, according to ESPN Analytics, of winning the Eastern Conference Finals. It's as if someone at ESPN has a ton of money on the Heat and they want to keep the numbers up and just want to keep throwing money at it or they're in bed with a book and there is something wrong going on. I demand an investigation. I want some transparency. I want to see the numbers. I want to know the process behind the nonsense that is the ESPN analytics department only giving the Miami Heat a 13% chance to win tonight. Uh, The Celtics have to win, okay. Let's give it a name. Let's make our prediction. We'll move on and we'll steer people to the Rich Keefe show tonight to continue our argument. And then, of course, we'll be back Monday morning with a recap of Game Three here on the Breaking Boston feed. Uh, Andy, I say this is not a must-win game. This is a need-to-win game for the Celtics going down two nothing to Miami, where you'd have to win four or five. Still can be accomplished statistically. Still is possible. Not a great situation. Celtics need to win tonight. Celtics do win tonight. It's not a runaway, but it's a eight to 11 point victory.
1: Yeah. I think the Celtics win. Um, I, the predictability if the predictability is gone and they're back against the wall doesn't push them to have a great performance doesn't push jason tatum to prove who he is well then they're porked absolutely porked but i don't think they're porked just yet um i hope espn is right because i want to see celtics nuggets i think that would be fun tatum and jokic fighting for a title and, and the new nba and all of that i think that'd be great um
2: so i yeah i say the celtics actually probably win by 18. wow Yep. We may be I might be able to hang that one up there next to your Celtics and four prediction at the breaking Boston office. It's not
1: fair. I only did that because I wanted to price his right. You me. had a choice.
2: Yeah, I you you. had, I had you. a choice. Yeah, you wanted to price his right me. This is what happens. Now you're sitting down there in the pit. I may still get invited up on stage. You just with the rest of the losers out there who waited four hours in line to get in. You got your name on a fancy golden ticket, and that's all you got. Not even Rice Aroni. Or Turtle Wax or any parting gifts. We've got gifts galore for you, though, for tuning into Breaking Boston each and every day. Thanks for making, Um, maybe not necessarily. You can just listen to two guys. <laughs> they didn't want to go with two guys in their 40s arguing about sports. That's not necessarily a great title for the marquee or on your smartphone. Wordy. It's a little wordy. Much like each one of us given whenever we get a chance to go off for two or three minutes at a time. And when I have to wrap this production up, but thanks for tuning in. We try to set the table. I'm talking straight over you. I'm going to knock this one out at the end. <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share. Give us a follow at FitzyGFY at JumboHeart. We'll be on the radio tonight to continue the dialogue and get you set and prepared for game three, uh, game two rather, and back Monday morning with a fresh Breaking Boston analyzing game three. For Jumbo, for producer Cooper, your old pal Fitzy, this is Breaking Boston. Have yourself a Friday. Enjoy the sunshine. And above all, Go Celtics!